chapter 1 and Matthew chapter 13. Mark chapter 1 and Matthew chapter 13. In Mark chapter 1, we'll read verses 14 and 15, and, and we're going to be reading from the King James Version or whatever version you have, and I'll be reading from the King James and Matthew chapter 13 as well, 24 through 30. Amen. If you will. Now after that, John, I'm reading Mark. Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. Another parable put he forth, saying unto them, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servant of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou not, wilt thou then that we go and gather them up. But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Lord, give me power and grace to bring your word for your servants. Use it to take us to another level in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. I want to I speak to you from the subject, the field is the world. The field is the world. A lot of time we think the field is the church, but the field is the world. This is the locker room in which I give you a pep talk and get you ready to go out and take your rightful place in the world. We're talking about spiritual gifts on this particular month, and we talked about it the other Sunday that I preached. And we tend to think that our gifts are only for the church. No, our gifts are to edify the church, but they are to change the world. Anyway, when we think of, the, of repentance, we usually think of the word baptism. The word baptism comes from the Greek word baptizo, which means immersion. The literal meaning of repentance derives from the Greek word metaneo, which means to think again or rethink. In other words, John the Baptist came preach and repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. When we, when, which means he was saying, immerse your entire way of thinking and rethink for the kingdom of God is at hand. See, see, John was preaching that Jesus was coming to bring a new power to those who accepted him. 
See, Jesus was coming to bring the power of the kingdom to the Christian body. The Bible states that Jesus came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. He, he died on the cross with all power in his hands, but when he rose, he, he, again, he released the power to the body of believers. This is why Jesus said that we would do even greater exploits in his name. Did you hear what I said? You would do greater exploits in his name. I did not say he would do them for you. See, the problem is, church folk, we go and we don't even pray right sometimes. Oh, if the Lord will it, Lord will heal you. No, God said he wished above all things that we be prosperous and in good health, even as our soul prospers, which means he wants us, come on somebody, to be healed. But not only that, he already commanded Jesus to sit down. You know he commanded Jesus to sit down at his right hand. You know why he said that, right? Because he knew every time you got your little faithless self up whining to Jesus, that Jesus would be tempted to stand up and come down here and help you. No, he said you would do greater exploits in his name, which means you have the authority to cast out demons. You have the authority to speak healing in people. You have the authority to speak those things that be not as though they were. The problem is not Jesus. The problem is us because we don't walk in our authority. In fact, the, the, the angels even get upset. Look at Hebrews chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. It says, it is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come. It's not the angels he gave it to, right, about which we are speaking. But there is a place where someone has testified, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? A son of man that you care for him. You made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to them. Basically, the angel saying, you gave them all this power. You gave them all this authority. You didn't give it to us, and you gave it to them, but they're not walking in the authority you gave them, God. Give it to us. Oh, come on, somebody. Stop letting the angels hate on you. Come on, somebody. Because you're not walking in your authority. He gave you the power to take dominion over everything. It doesn't matter that gas prices went up. He who, oh, come on, somebody. Man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Father. Oh, you all don't hear me. You're not walking in your authority. The angels were upset. Look at this. Remember when the angel tried to get to Daniel because he had prayed and he said, I was held up in the second heaven. I was held up by the prince of Persia and Michael had to free me up. But the minute that you prayed, I was dispatched. What does that mean? That means the minute you open your mouth, heaven opens up and releases angels because you have authority. Listen, listen, listen. If you have authority over Michael, come on, somebody. If you have authority over the angel that was coming to Daniel, why in the world are you letting this slippery serpent called Satan cause so much havoc in your life? Oh, my God. He has no authority. He, the Bible says, he who has not entered through the gate has only come to kill, steal, and destroy. The gate is a woman. 
which means if you were not born in this world, you don't have a legal authority. Jesus was born in this world. Satan was cast down. You don't hear me. So that means that you have authority over Satan. He has no authority over you. Uh, can I talk to the old school people? Uh, don't listen to Flip Wilson. The devil didn't make you do nothing. Mm -mm. The devil has no authority over you. You have authority over everything. The angels are even upset that you have it, but they're even more irritated that you're not walking in it. Oh, y'all don't hear me. It shouldn't be murders on every street corner when there's all these churches down the street. Where's our kingdom power? I'm talking about myself too. Why aren't we walking in our authority and our power? He gave it to you. Look, look, Jesus in this parable is in a series of parables. See, he, he, he's speaking about the kingdom. In verse 11, in the same chapter, he says, and in 19, he mentions the kingdom. <laughs> in verse 24, in Matthew 13, he says a parable. In verse 31, another parable. 33, another. 44, again, a parable. And the kingdom in 45 and 47. What, that, what does that mean? That means this is important. He talked about the kingdom the whole chapter. Jesus came to establish a kingdom. He came in the power of the kingdom. Oh, you, you don't hear me. I, I know I preach something similar to the voice, but it's, it's a little different. So listen, the kingdom of God is not a place. Heaven is a place. The book of Luke makes it clear in Luke 17, 20 through 21, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. <laughs> See, the kingdom of God is an attitude, how you act, what you do, a perspective and a result of the power that you have within you. See, it's like a, a holy, humble arrogance that you walk in when you know God got your back. Oh, Y'all don't hear me. You, you don't hear me. I, I'm not saying be arrogant because Paul says that you're going to boast, boast in the Lord, but you're going to be boasting about something because if it was not for God on your side, you can say, where would I be? But you, you don't hear me. The, the thing about this, when you know you're going to win, it's a certain swag you got. Huh? You, you, I'm more than the overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. Nothing that the devil throws at me. Oh, y'all don't hear me. There's a certain arrogance in your life that you have. That's a holy, humble arrogance, I would say. Because you know you can't lose. Greater is he who is in, come on, somebody, than he who is in the world. God is in you. You, you, you can't lose. The same God that cast Satan out of heaven. Remember Jesus said, I looked down and it looked like lightning. Went. I didn't even know what happened. The, the devil said something to God. I looked and he was gone. That's how powerful God is. And he lives in you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. The same power that turned water into wine is in you. The same power that raised Lazarus from the dead is in you. The same power 
power that split the Red Sea is in you. The same power that brought ten plagues to Egypt is in you. The same power that created the world is in you. The same power. Oh, my God. It's too much power in you. You're wasting it. You're letting Satan beat you. I don't care how high gas go up, you will still be able to afford it. God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. Paul says in Romans chapter 14, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, if I cast out demons by my hand, that you know that the kingdom is at hand. Come on, somebody. Don't you run for no demons. You better cast them out in Jesus' name. You have the authority. You have the authority. You have the authority to do greater exploits in his name. He gave you his name. Some of y'all use my name to get a job and I don't even know your name. And my name ain't nowhere near Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Some, some people use my name to get out of trouble. And, uh, <laughs> Chief called me out like, I don't know who you're talking about. Hey, I don't know him. If you got enough sense to use my name, you better learn how to use Jesus' name. Because his name will cause demons to tremble and get up out of your bank account and get up out of your marriage and get up out of your life. You, oh, my God, if you can just walk in the kingdom authority. Ooh, I'm trying to talk to somebody. We ain't going to have no weak Christians in here. We ain't going to have no weak Christians out in the parking lot. We ain't going to have no weak Christians on this streaming service. We ain't going to have no weak Christians on, on, the, on this CD or DVD or however you listen to me. I'm tired of broke back mountain Christians. It's too much authority in you. Yeah. The word kingdom comes from the Greek word, Greek word basilius, which means the rule, the realm of the royalty of God. In other words, this is how God will rule on the earth. He rules through you. He rules through me. He rules through his kingdom. Can I tell you something? God does not run the world. Ooh, old school got mad at me. Listen, turn your hearing aid up just a little bit. Listen, listen. God does not run the world. Mm -mm. God runs the church, and the church is supposed to run the world. That's the problem. Look at 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal what? Their land. Their land. Oh, y'all don't hear me. He is not ruling the world. He rules the church. The church is supposed to get the world in order. That's what's wrong with the world. We're not walking in our authority. 
He didn't say he called Trump by name. He, he didn't say Obama or Biden. He, he didn't say uh, Bush. I'm trying to make it equal. Two and two, I'm done. <laughs> trying, to, trying to make sure I talk to the Republicans and the Democrats. Bernie Sanders, they're going to independent, but he, he be hanging around the Democrats too, so I don't know what he be doing. Ross Perot, he was, I don't know, somebody. <laughs> you, you feel me? He rules the church. He wants the church to get in line. The church has to get in line so he can judge the world. See, Genesis 1.26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. Over what? All right. And over all, every creeping thing and creeping upon the earth. He, somebody, everything, lions and tigers and bears, oh my, you got authority. You have authority over... <laughs> The financial system, you have authority over the medical system. You have authority over the political system. You have authority over everything. The problem is you're not walking in it. You're letting the angels be truthful in Hebrews chapter 2. Gave man all this power, gave woman all this power, and they ain't walking in it. Come on, somebody. If you can tell your husband what to do, you can tell Satan what to do too. Come on, somebody. You know, women, y'all practice y'all authority far more than we do, but practice on the devil, too. <laughs> Matthew chapter 13. I just want to read the rest of it. Look, look, look. He got to get the world in order. I'm, I'm, I'm walking through this. I'm walking through this. I'm walking through this. So you have authority. He came to get the world, not to get the world in order. He came to get you in order. Because if the church in order, if we humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways, he'll heal our land. Right? Which means Christians need to be everywhere. Huh? All right, look. Matthew 13, 37 through 41 says, He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. See, I'm so glad I ain't had to exegete the text or nothing. Jesus just told me what it meant right here and tell all y'all too. The field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sold them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of this kingdom all that offend and which do in, in, in iniquity. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire, there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who have ears, let him hear. All right, look, God is writing a parable to get the church in order so he can judge the world, right? If the church is not in order, he has nothing to correlate his judgment. First of all, he said, let the wheat grow up with the tear. Let the tear grow up with the wheat. Don't you pull out trying to judge yourself with your holy self. Huh? Don't be trying to tell it because they skirt, they skirt too short. They can't come to church. If you would still find yours, be short too. 
Said you like made you live right. <laughs> What's it? A wrinkle in time made you cover your, you know, I'm leading alone. But I'm just saying. He does it to get the world in order, but he got to get the church in order because it's our authority. That's why he said, Basilius, the Greek word, was, that's what puts us in, in control. See, he wants, see, the problem is he wants kingdom children. He don't want church children. See, look, the son of man sows children of the kingdom into the world, not the church. The church, yes, forsake not this sin of ourselves together, right? Forsake not this sin of ourselves together, but he still wants us to be in the world. Not of the world, but in the world. To change the world. Oh, y'all don't hear me. See, this is why our children don't know how to function is because we keep raising up church children instead of kingdom children. Yeah. We, 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 sometimes they can only function in here because we keep them in a bubble. Oh, we don't want to expose them to this. Oh, we got to hold them with this. You, you want to keep them in a bubble and not give them the opportunity. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. To be exposed. I ain't saying nothing wrong with homeschooling, but when they get outside at 40, what they going to do? I ain't saying nothing wrong with it, but I'm saying if you don't teach them how to socialize and get into some battles now and then before they get outside of your house and before you go on to glory, are they going to be able to resist the devil? Stop making these church folk and make some kingdom folk. Worrying about little Johnny being a bad influence on your on your on your on your little on your little child, but I, I'm not saying that uh, that bad company does not corrupt good character. But why we are so worried about the unchurched influencing the church than the church folk influencing the unchurched? If I oh come on somebody, nobody can make me do anything that's already not in me to do. You can't make me and talk me into doing nothing immoral. You are drawn, the Bible says you are drawn by your own lust. If you already didn't want to do it, you wouldn't do it. What have you taught, little Johnny? See, see if, if we really want to understand this parable, we got to understand and break down the word world. The word world comes from the Greek word cosmos, which means the order or the arrangement of things. I, it, it, it's the order or the arrangement of things. The, the, it's where we get the word cosmetology from. Uh, you know, the thing that, that women put on to make themselves look good. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Every now and then, y'all fool us, I was saying. But anyway, it, it, it's, it's like where you get the, the movie sets from. They're, I taught y'all that before. They're like the decorations and the props. See, the devil can't destroy you. He can only give you props that make you, convince you that you're not going to make it. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Because those things which are seen are temporal. Those things that are unseen are eternal. My faith told me I can make it through. Therefore, I will make it through. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. The problem is you keep listening to the props and looking at the props. If you go to a movie set, if you go to, to one of the shows, if you go to the set of Friends, you really can't live in that house. That ain't a real house. It ain't no roof on it. It's not real. It's not a real sunset. It's a prop. It looks real. 
but it's not. Y'all, y'all don't hear me. When the devil comes at you, it looks real, but it's not. Because even if I don't have money, the Bible says a man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth. If he can tell the disciples to go get some money out of fish to pay the taxes, he can speak some money into my account. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all don't hear me. <laughs> oh, y'all going to walk with some authority. If I got a priest to y'all for two more minutes. I'm not saying forsake the sin of ourselves together. I'm saying the world, the little G-God of this world is the devil. See, y'all missing it. See, the fullness, the earth belongs to God. The world is the ungodly system. When those two airplanes hit the World Trade Center for a minute, money that wasn't worth nothing because it ain't real no way. It's like Emerald City. It's fake. Y'all don't hear me. He didn't say the yen is mine. He didn't say the euro is mine. Come on, somebody. He, he, he didn't say the pound is mine. He didn't say the pesos is mine. He didn't say the dollar is mine. No, he said the silver and gold is his. Silver and gold work the same no matter where you go. He's about consistency. He's not about a world system made by man. You see, y'all missing it. You are supposed to be a kingdom person planted in a world which has no godly order to change that order. That's why he want to make you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower. He wants you to be over politics so you can bring some godly order. He wants you to be over the medical profession so you can bring some godly order. He wants you to be over real estate so you can bring some godly order. He wants you to be over education so you can bring some godly order. The problem with the church is we don't take over territory. We don't occupy the territory. He says, an enemy sow tares among the wheat. He does not sow seeds because the devil can't sow products of growth. He can't create anything. He can't sow products of growth. He can only sow tares. Huh? Remember, he only can kill, sin, and destroy. If you haven't entered through the gate, which is a woman, you ain't born a woman, you have no legal authority. He has none. He only can influence your mind. This happened while men slept. While the church slept, the world took over Facebook. While the world slept, while the church slept, the world took over TikTok. See, you all keep thinking that Facebook is the devil. I remember I used to let old school people let me pick who came to preach back in the day. You know, I was a young preacher and I didn't want no trouble, but it caused me more trouble than ever. Had this one preacher come in there, call me a devil in my own church because I was using Facebook. That same person that called me the devil asked him to set up his Facebook page because it's COVID-19 now. Maybe the devil wasn't lied in or maybe he'll lie now. I don't know. But he lied at least one of them times, Brother Pastor. The problem is, the church, the reason why the devil is on Facebook so much and on the internet, because we did not occupy the territory. We do not occupy.
occupy the territory that God has ordained us. That's why the angels get upset in Hebrews. You're not walking in your kingdom authority or your power. Why in the world? Facebook should be saturated with church folk. TikTok, Snapchat, all that stuff looks like it's from the devil because God's people didn't infiltrate it. God made it. Ain't nobody created nothing without God. Come on, somebody. He sows tares among the wheat. He ain't worried about folk that's already in the world. He sows tares among what? The wheat. You are the wheat. He ain't sowing no tares in somebody who already going to hell anyway because they don't know Jesus. He sows tares among us. Oh, come on, somebody. If you would have went and got me back in 1993 at Georgia Southern, you would have been like, should we re- take up the wheat with the tares, take the tares up? That's why you need to stop judging folk. You don't know if that tear going to become wheat or if that tear is really wheat right now. He said, he said, look, the man said the enemy has done this. He said, don't you go messing with that tear because you might root up the, root up the wheat also with your judgmental self. That's what he really was saying. That was low key shade. You, you might mess up. You ain't me. God said, you ain't me. Stop trying to judge everybody. Stop trying to pluck people out thinking that you God. You ain't got a heaven or hell to put nobody into with your holy self. Should we go gather up the tares and bring them back to you? No. You might be a tear yourself. Deal with that log in your eye before you deal with the speck in your neighbor's eye. See, that's what's wrong with the church. The church want to always judge folk and only want to get them ready-made Christians. You're supposed to be fishing. It don't matter what fish you pull up out the water. Come on, somebody. When you catch a fish and you fishing, you ain't throwing it back unless it's too little. And even then, if you ain't really fit for it, you're going to take it home. I caught a goldfish, mama. <laughs> Y'all want to catch fish and throw it back in there because they ain't ready made. Church is just fishing in other churches. Fish out there in the world and go get some dirty folk. Go get some prostitutes. Go get some drug dealers. Go get some gang members. Go get some unsaved folk. Go get some liars and some cheaters. Go get some folk with the same sin you got. You got some too. (laughs) See, sow tares among the wheat. You sow tares because we're supposed to be in the world. We need some Holy Ghost filled politicians that can vote the right way. Come on, somebody. We need some Holy Ghost-filled doctors that know that, oh, my God, I ain't never seen this before, but let me get in my prayer closet so God can guide my hand. Come on, somebody. I wish I could go into a surgery and I could have somebody praying over me. You need some Holy Ghost-filled teachers so they can help us cast these demons out of our kids. We need some Holy Ghost-filled sports people that can use their platform to influence people the right way. Holy Ghost-filled actors. and oh, We need Holy Ghost-filled people everywhere. The field is the world. That's why I need you to learn your gifts because not only are you supposed to edify the church, you're supposed to rule and take care of this world. 
supposed to be taking over territory. We ain't supposed to be out here playing defense. The reason why the church loses is because we keep backing up. We keep backing up. And more and more we back up, the more and more Satan coming into the house. We're supposed to be on the offense, kicking in the gates of hell. Didn't they tell us to kick in the gates of hell? You're supposed to be walking forward. They ain't walking backwards. Man, I was, God gave me a word when I was, I was pulling up here to go get Donna something to scan for me. And all of a sudden, this praying mantis jumped on my windshield. Now, I'm a grown man, but I don't like stuff sometimes. It's like, I don't know if I should get out the door or not right now. I don't know if I want to. I mean, I know if, you know, if a, if a woman right there, I might kill it so I can look like a man. But I'm about myself. I ain't, I'm going to be a punk. I don't want to be with that. So I'm just right in my face, big old thing. Ah, Jesus, what you want, man? I got to get out of the car. Don't just stay right here. Then it kept going. But the word was, you know, grasshoppers and praying mantis, they can't move backwards. They don't going to go forward. They don't even know how to go backwards. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I just want to have some praying mantis and grasshopper spirits in this house that say, you know what, I'm going to take over territory from the devil. I'm going to be a grasshopper. I'm going to be a praying mantis, and I'm not going to move backwards. The devil will not take any territory from me. I'm going to take territory from him. Ain't time out. I don't need defense. Come on, somebody. Get what y'all need to know. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, they ain't worried about defense. They on offense. It's somebody else's job to take care of the defense. Now, they might get mad and snap on the defense when they don't do what they're supposed to do. Come on, somebody. But did not God say he'll stick closer than any brother? Didn't God say, even if your enemies overtake you like a flood, he going to be right there and the fire won't burn you and the water won't drown you? Did he not say, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death that his rod and his staff would comfort me? Did he not say that? So why am I worried about my back? All I got to do is take over territory and let my God Take care of my back. I ain't worrying about what's back there. God caught me. Oh, y'all don't hear me. All I got to do is march forward. I ain't got to worry about my six. God got my six. He got my back. All I got to do is march forward like he told me and take territory from the devil and kick in the gates of hell. I didn't got happy. I, maybe I don't need to sit down no more. I'm going to be who I want to be. I don't want to sit down. I don't want to be crying. I want to be loud as I want to be. I'm going to do what I want to do, be who I want to be. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not Eminem. I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, I'm just whatever. I, stop putting yourself in a box and trying to please everybody around you. However God made you, you let God use you the way God made you. You are a kingdom woman. You are a kingdom man. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hey, you there. Oh! Somebody's self-esteem about to get broken through. Somebody about to come out of a suicidal state. Somebody about to know they worthy. Oh, I'm trying. Stop trying to hide in the church. This ain't your hiding place. This your locker room. 
You ain't here to hide. Some of y'all been hiding in church. Remember the prodigal son? Well, one a prodigal son that stayed at home. He ain't never go do nothing. They never fall into sin because he ain't never get off the pew no how. Get off your pew and go do something in the world. <laughs> hiding in the church. Down low, incognito, undercover Christians. Walk out here and show them who you are. <laughs> Letting this world scare you. Ooh, let me get out of here. Lord, have mercy. He's bigger than your circumstances. He can handle your naysayers. He's bigger, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Let me read this and get up out of here. Jesus' name is above every other name you can name. It's not a carnal name. It's a name with power. When you say Jesus' name, demons tremble. Ooh. Remember when they say Mufasa? Say Jesus' name. Demons tremble. Bad credit is annihilated. Poverty is dissipated. Cancer is annihilated. And oh, hallelujah. Arthritis is healed. Y'all better start saying Jesus' name. Walking around here in bondage. Walking around here. Uh, uh, broke, busted, and disgusted, feeling like you defeated when God is in you. Jesus. I'm trying to get out of here. Colossians chapter 2, 8 through 15 says, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth the fullness, all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen in him through the faith of the operation of God who had raised him from the dead and you being dead in your sins and uncircumcision and in the uncircumcision of your flesh have been he quickened together with him having forgiven you all your mess all your trespasses all your sins all your shortcomings all your scandals blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Oh, y'all don't hear me. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. He did it all out loud, triumphing over them in it. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day, or the new moon, or the Sabbath days. See, in the Old Testament, it was a bit difficult to walk in the authority of the kingdom of God because you had all these rules in Leviticus. Yeah, when you committed a sin, you had to, a certain sin, you had to make a sacrifice. Now, you had to make a sacrifice for every sin, but the sins had a different sacrifice you had to make. If you did this, you had to get a turtle dove. You did this, you had to go get a pigeon. You did this, you had to go get a hen. You did this, had to go get a calf. You did this, got to go get a partridge. Got to go all get all these different things. Got to go get a ram for this and that. It was hard because, but now all you got to know is Jesus because Colossians said the fullness of the Godhead bodily is in 
Jesus. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Because he in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the word of God is Jesus. So if I can't find the word because I don't read my word enough like I should, if I can just call on Jesus. Oh, oh y'all don't hear me. Also in the Old Testament, it was hard for me to pray. Because not only did I have to know what I wanted, but some of us don't know what we want. What you want? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know what I want. All I know is, I, what do you want? I don't know. So many people don't know. And so if you don't know, you really definitely don't know what name to call on to God. Because back in the Old Testament, you had to call God whatever name you needed him. That, oh, yeah, you had to find the name that meant what it is you needed. That's why God started making it simpler for Moses. He said, what should I call you when I go to Pharaoh? Oh, y'all don't hear me. See, y'all, 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 see, y'all didn't understand it. See, because he was like, I'm supposed to go free these people. I need to know what name of you I need to go with. And that was a foreshadowing of us just calling on Jesus. Because he said, just say, I am. Oh, y'all don't hear me. And God clued it in you because in these earthen vessels, he going to do something. Come on. What do you say when you're going somewhere? I am going. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You are the little I am. And if you can connect to the big I am. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Hey. If I don't know Jehovah Jireh, is my provider. If I can just say Jesus. If I don't know Jehovah Rapha is my healer, if I can just say Jesus, if I don't know Jehovah Nisi is my victory, if I can just say Jesus, if I don't know Jehovah McKinnon is my sanctifier, if I can just say Jesus, if I don't know Jehovah to kiss you is my righteousness, all I gotta say is Jesus, if I don't know Jehovah Rohi is my shepherd, if I can just say Jesus, if I don't know El Shaddai is the Lord Almighty, I can just say Jesus, if I don't know El Elyon is the most high God, all I got to do is say Jesus, I don't have to say Yahweh, I don't have to say Adonai, I don't have to say Yahshua, I don't have to say Jehovah, to say Elohim. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. Hey, his name is above every other name. His name is above my name. His name is above your name. But anything you can name, his name is above it. Cancer. Isn't it a name? It must bow down. If you say Jesus, hey, homosexuality, is that a name? Say Jesus, hey, and you shall be free. Hey, you don't hear me. Lion, isn't that a name? Say Jesus and walk in your victory. You are a kingdom man. You are a kingdom woman. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the head 
and not detail. Above and not beneath. The lender and not the borrower. You shall be triumphant. You shall be healed. You shall be liberated. You shall walk in power. You are made to conquer this world. You are made to subdue this world. The cosmos ain't real. Disease ain't real. That barrier ain't real. Racism ain't real. It can't stop you. Freddie Love was walking around free in slavery times. Elevate yourself by calling on Jesus. Elevate yourself by reaching into the high places and calling on God. Walk in your authority. Walk in your power. Walk in your purpose. It's funny how we always say walk. We always say move. The problem is stop being stationary. You got to move towards your purpose. As long as you keep advancing, God will move your obstacles out the way. As long as you keep walking and look toward the hill that comes your hill, he'll move the obstacles out your way. His rod and his staff shall comfort you. He's moving stuff out the way with his rod. He's moving your enemies. He'll lead you beside the still waters. See, see, sheep can't, 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 can't go nowhere to water unless it's still because they're, they're so, their legs are so small and their fur is so heavy. And when their wool get caught up in the water, they are drowned. So they got to have still water. God will take you to your still blessings. Also, still also could also represent your enemy. Because still stagnant water that has no ripple at all is dirty, stinking, evil water. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? So some folk at your job act like they got your back, but they steal water. They plotting on you and God is using his staff and his rod to comfort you because you his kingdom child. Shun the devil, Walk in your authority. Stop walking in fear. Let nothing hold you in bondage. Ah, the devil. And see, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, the devil is after your mind. He almost had mine. Oh, Lord, I'm going to just keep it 100% transparent. I, I was in a bad place. I was ready to leave this here. Y'all went in getting on my nerves this time. You know, years ago, it was your fault. It was my fault this time. I was just tired, and I let the devil get me down and <clears throat> just with COVID it's just more pressure and you're thinking about stuff you never had to think about as a pastor should I go inside should I keep him outside should I have a mask what what do I do just the pressure of leading people so I know there's a pressure on all of us a pressure to lead ourselves <clears throat> a pressure to lead our families a pressure to lead our office Press to lead our Sunday school class, or press to lead our small groups, or whatever it is we do. There's a pressure. And for some reason in COVID-19, it made that pressure even more intense.
hits. But I free you from that pressure in the name of Jesus. I free you in the name of Jesus. Shout that out of Okosan. 